Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you biblical application and meditation to help your life be both informed and transformed by God's Word. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Hello, my friends. Today, we're going to be talking about goals. And what goals can do to our mindset. And I'm sharing this from a place of realizing that I've been doing this in the past. And it really does hinder, personally, my growth. And I think it's something that we tend to do a lot. But before we kind of dive in and talk about goals, let's first look at scripture. We're going to be spending a little bit of time today in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. And this is right Paul writing to the church at Corinth, addressing some serious issues that they were having there. But in this section, Paul is really talking about himself giving up doing certain things in order to love others and basically not put a stumbling block in front of other people. And at the very end of this, here is what he says. We're in 1 Corinthians 9, verse 24, and I'm reading from the ESV. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. And here we do kind of see this idea of a goal, right? He's likening this spiritual issue of living our lives for Christ, of going on that journey with Christ, of living with this idea of running a race, right? And and when you are competing, whether I guess it's a race or whether it is a sport or whether it's a board game, when you're competing, your hope and your goal is to win. That is what you are shooting towards. That's what you're hoping to accomplish, right? And he's saying, so run in that same way, run that you may obtain it. So yes, we are absolutely called to continue to have our eyes set on a goal and to keep on working our way there. But he goes on here. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, so a perishable reward, a perishable prize, right? When you're playing a game, a sport, you you do it for the trophy at the end. When you're playing a board game, you do it for the bragging rights, (laughs) if I'm being honest. (laughs) So, right? They're exercising self-control to get to their goal with the purpose of winning that, that reward, that earthly reward here on earth. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. And here we see the difference between regular goals and regular goal setting and what we are called to do as believers. And and we're going to kind of circle back to that, but just keep that in mind that we are as believers, as as people who have been saved by faith in Christ and are now living our lives for him, our goal looks different than the average person. Our goal has now shifted from that idea of competition in a game of trying to win and get something here on earth to now something different. 
something spiritual, changing from that perishable earthly to the imperishable heavenly goals. Paul goes on, so I do not run aimlessly. And let me tell you, I love this verse because for me, it was not only so motivating, but so convicting. I do not run aimlessly. We're going to circle back to this as well. He goes on, I do not box as one beating the air. He's not just doing nothing, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. Lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. So we see these similarities and differences right between earthly goals and heavenly goals between self-control for an earthly goal and self-control for a heavenly goal. So let's kind of dive in and take a look at that because goal setting is something that I have talked about a lot. I've taught other people to set goals in a healthy way, but sometimes when we're setting goals, even though we're setting healthy goals, we are approaching the goal in an unhealthy way. And let me explain a little bit. Goals are so beneficial to know where we are aiming for, right? Even Paul says, I do not run aimlessly. And so even we as believers, as Christians, we want to know where we are aiming. And we want to have that very positive, very fruitful, very God-glorifying aim. But here is the problem. Sometimes we treat goals as a be-all and end-all. At least I have realized that I've done that. Where when I set a goal, I am looking, I am aiming for that one goal. And that becomes my focus. And sometimes when we are so focused on our goals, our focus is moved away from Christ. So we also need to talk about beyond just those earthly goals that we can set for ourselves, again, that can be very healthy, that can be very helpful, and that can help us aim in the right direction and seek the right thing, because that word seek can also mean to to seek, to secure, or to aim at. So as I'm talking about this idea of aiming, it also brings to mind for me this picture of seeking. What we're aiming at is what we are seeking, what we are striving towards. So as Christians, what are we called to be striving towards? What are we called to be seeking? Ultimately, right, we are called to be seeking the Lord over and over and over again throughout scripture. It calls us to seek God. So that is ultimately what we are seeking. Below that, scripture also tells us to seek things like peace. Scripture also tells us to serve our neighbors, to love our neighbors. So we want to be ultimately aiming at God, at Christ, but also we want to recognize that that looks like pursuing God and Pursuing a life that is glorifying to him. Pursuing a life that is serving and loving others. And I believe that's why at the very end, Paul is very clear to point this out. He says, I discipline my body. I keep it under control. Lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. 
So we also see that our our aim, our goal as believers is also to practice what we preach. Our goal is to be growing with Christ, not just saying the things but actually doing them in our own lives as well. Not just pouring into others and loving others, but also cultivating that relationship with the Lord. So really what it boils down to, right, is love God, love others. Cultivate that spiritual relationship with the Lord, but also cultivate those positive actions in the world around us. Not that the actions save us, not that they add to our salvation, right? I always have to put that caveat in because it is so crucial for us to be reminded of that truth, right? Right. The actions are not what saves us. The actions are are not from our own strength, but they are an outflowing of that spiritual relationship with the Lord. So then as we look at setting goals, earthly goals, rather than those wonderful heavenly goals of loving God and loving others, as we look at earthly goals, we want to make sure first and foremost, that those earthly goals align with the heavenly goals. We want to make sure that it makes sense, but we also want to make sure that those earthly goals that you're setting for maybe your health, You want to walk however many times a week. You want to drink water. Maybe your work. You want to have this big project done on time. Maybe it is for a game or a sport you want to win. You want to improve. You want to get better. Maybe you're reading books. Whatever that earthly goal is for you, we want to make sure that is aligned with the heavenly goal. But we also want to make sure that that earthly goal is not our ultimate focus. Right? Paul talks about this idea of self-control. And so as we are pursuing both the heavenly and the earthly goals, there is that element of self-control, of discipline, of growth. And as we seek to grow on that journey, we need to also be very careful that we're not allowing an earthly goal to be the one thing that we're aiming at. Paul says, I do not run aimlessly. And the struggle is that if we make an earthly goal, the thing that we're aiming at, the one thing that we're seeking, that we're pursuing, when we reach that goal, what happens? Suddenly we're aimless. Suddenly we're looking at that goal as the end instead of looking at God. Instead of looking at Christ, instead of looking at the growth journey that he has for us, that is lifelong. I know I struggle when I come to a goal and I say, that's done, but I don't feel content. That's done, but there's more work to do. We have this idea of a finish line rather than this idea of a journey that keeps on going, that is lifelong. Again, there is nothing wrong with those earthly goals when they are aligned with those heavenly goals, but we need to be careful that those don't become the finish line, that our success isn't hinged on those, that our work doesn't stop just because we have reached that earthly goal. Because that earthly goal is the secondary goal. That earthly goal is the one that has that perishable prize. 
that yes, we're working towards, we are disciplined towards, but ultimately that imperishable prize, that comes back to that heavenly goal of loving God and loving others. And a part of that loving others is also sharing Christ, living Christ. And it is that lifelong sanctification journey of knowing God and pointing to God. Of loving God ourselves and sharing his love with others. Let's get used to loving the journey. Let's get used to understanding that the journey doesn't stop. I know for me, sometimes my goal is just to survive the busy week, the busy month, the busy day, the busy season. And then when I get to the end of that busy season, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm surprised when more things have come up on the schedule, when there is more to do. Let's view living for Christ less as hoping to get to retirement here on earth right? Where you're going to put your time in at this job, at this goal, and then just be done. And let's view it more as just a day-to-day job that you're going to keep on doing. We don't want to reach that retirement time, (laughs) that mindset of retirement and being done and then be aimless. We want to make sure our aim is always on God on his love, on his truth, and bringing that into our lives and growing in that day to day to day. And this is really just shifting our mindset away from that finish line towards the journey, away from that retirement towards that that job that is a joy that we get to do. So let me ask you this. What are you aiming at? What is more important to you, those earthly goals or those heavenly goals? Are your earthly goals aligned with heavenly goals? And how can you get rid of that finish line mentality and start investing in that journey mentality? That journey with the Lord that lasts as long as you are living. And the thing is that on the journey, (laughs) there's time for rest. God calls us to rest. So it's not like it's just always working. There is rest in the midst of the journey. But asking yourself, what am I aiming at? And do I need to recalibrate that at all? I'm so excited uh, as you are diving into this. And I will see you in our next episode. If you are looking for some guidance when it comes to these heavenly and earthly goals, if you are looking for a coach to help you set goals that are aligned with your kingdom calling, but also to be pursuing those goals in a way of wellness, definitely check out the 90-day Grow and Glow coaching program to help you grow with Christ and glow in your unique kingdom calling information. The link is in the show notes or head to hassetheart.com slash grow.